You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, and thank you for joining us for a mindful moment. There's never been a better time to build your mindfulness skills. Mindfulness not only improves your mental, emotional, and physical well-being, but provides a foundation for remaining calm during stressful challenges and events. Through mindful thoughts and actions, we can do more than just survive life's challenges. We can continue to thrive. The key to becoming more mindful is simply practice. We hope this podcast will provide you with knowledge, inspiration, and motivation. Working together, we can learn and grow from any experience. So, let's get started. Labeling our feelings helps minimize the intensity of them. So I've been trying to identify how I'm feeling and finally found a word that resonated, which is malaise. Malaise is a vague sense of mental or moral ill-being. It's a vague discomfort. I think my morals are okay, but mental ill-being and vague discomfort sounds about right. The most applicable example of how this old French word ties into our condition today comes from former President Jimmy Carter. In what became known as the Malaise Speech in 1979, Carter described the U.S. as a nation facing a crisis of confidence and rife with paralysis and stagnation and drift. That speech didn't serve him well as he asked Americans to step up and sacrifice during the oil crisis of the period, and frankly, we just weren't into that. But doesn't that dialogue describe our current condition? a nation facing a crisis of confidence and rife with paralysis and stagnation and drift. The staff here at Work to Live had a conversation about this because we seem to all be suffering from malaise ourselves. There's nothing wrong. We're all healthy. We're all employed. We're all just fine. But we're not feeling quite right. Our discussion started by reviewing our recent participation with leaders from various organizations who all seem to be suffering the same condition. They don't talk much anymore in meetings, and when I ask, how are you, the answer is, fine, or okay, with the same facial expression that clearly states, not really. It's not apathy, which is a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Instead of, I don't care, It's more like, what's the point? That's exactly what I say to myself each morning as I look at my unmade bed. But making your bed is what's called a keystone habit. 
Keystone habits have a domino effect and, related to bed making, studies show that one simple act improves productivity for the rest of your day, increases your sense of well-being, and even improves your budgeting skills. Daily exercise is another keystone habit, leading to eating healthier and increased efficiency. Meditating eases your mind, reduces blood pressure, and strengthens the immune system. Meditation is correlated with increased memory and awareness, reduced stress and anxiety, and increased goal setting as well, so it's a very powerful keystone habit. Here's the rub, though. If you're experiencing malaise, or sadness, depression, or apathy, Getting motivated to establish any kind of a new habit feels impossible. Our staff agreed that we just couldn't do it on our own, so we've created our own experiment to hold each other accountable. We're keeping a shared log of how much exercise we're getting and how we're doing with a keystone habit of choice. Now each morning when I look at the bed, I may still ask what's the point of making it, but I immediately remember that I have to fill in that log and others will see that I did not make the bed. That small motivation is all it takes. I've made my bed every morning since we started the log. We've had scientific news this week from the CDC and the WHO that clearly indicates we've got at least a year to a year and a half remaining in this strange reality of physical distancing and wearing masks, of remote working and learning, of returning to work or school at least temporarily and then partially shutting down again, of hybrid models of trying to get out in the world again. As hard as it may feel to start a new habit, if you're experiencing challenges with your mood and or motivation, it's time to push yourself into making some changes. Instead of trying to change multiple habits at once, try a keystone habit that makes it easier to change multiple habits in connection with the original. In addition to exercise, making the bed, and meditation, here are some other keystone habits you might consider. Sleeping eight hours a night makes you more productive, reduces junk food consumption, and improves your communications. Having family dinners together increases children's homework skills, results in higher grades, greater emotional control, and more confidence in the kids. Journaling helps you improve your writing, reduces stress, and boosts creativity. Developing strong willpower leads to other good habits, such as better managing your money or improved performance at work. Keystone habits create small victories, and that's part of how they create widespread changes. Research shows that these small wins have enormous power, an influence disproportionate to the accomplishments of the victories themselves. Small wins fuel transformative changes by leveraging tiny advantages into patterns that convince us that bigger achievements are within reach. The key to working on a keystone habit these days, however, may mean creating a structure to hold yourself accountable. Ask a friend or a work associate, or create an entire group online that will provide support to each other and hold each person accountable for following through. During times like these, life is just too hard to go it alone, so reach out. I'll bet the people you ask will be very happy to have that support as well, and as our motivation grows, we'll feel better and better about ourselves and about the world around us. We're mixing things up a bit here at work to live as we continue to adjust to the changes we're encountering. We're playing around with the podcast format, 
and we're moving all guided meditations to our YouTube channel. So if you'd like support as you work on that keystone habit, please visit our website at www.worktoliveproductions.com. We'll be ending the podcast with a simple breathing exercise each week. Breathwork is so powerful and a key aspect of mindfulness. The pattern we'll use is breathing into a count of four, holding the breath for a count of four, then exhaling slowly to a count of eight. Find a comfortable position and close your eyes or lower your gaze. Breathe in one, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in one, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in one, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Take in a deep cleansing breath and sigh with relief. Have a wonderful week and remember to be mindful. Life offers too many rich opportunities to just survive it even during challenging times. Our intention is to support you in thriving through a life of purpose and meaning. Until next time. Join us next week when we'll be speaking with Jeff Harry, leadership consultant, executive coach, and international speaker on the very serious subject of play. Jeff has worked with major organizations like Microsoft and the NFL, helping their staff to infuse more play into the day-to-day. His playwork has been featured in the New York Times, CNN, and more. Jeff believes that we already have many of the answers we seek, and by simply unleashing our inner child, we can find our purpose and, in turn, help to create a better world. Please subscribe to A Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee and follow us on social media at Work to Live. A Mindful Moment is written and hosted by Teresa McKee. The Spanish version is translated and recorded by Paola Tile. Intro music, Retreat by Jason Farnham. Outro music, Morning Stroll by Josh Kirsch, Media Right Productions. Breathing music, Angel's Dream by Akash Gandhi. This podcast is produced by Work to Live Productions. Thank you for tuning in.